So we're gonna start by just kind of checking into the room and settling in. So just with eyes closed and posture tall, we're just gonna kind of settle in and just bring our attention and our focus into the room so we can really focus on our work for the next 45 minutes. And just kind of exhale and leave your responsibilities outside of the door. I just want you to bring all of your present attention and energy into the room. Allow yourself to be here and be free of any responsibilities outside of the store. You're here for the next 45 minutes regardless, so you're not going to be able to make a change to anything that's happening outside of this space, whether you think about it or not. So we might as well sort of give ourselves a break, relieve, relieve ourselves of that duty. Just try to calm the voices in your mind, the thought process. Ideally, we want to be finding our inner peace, which is just a sense of quiet. That sort of rambling we hear going on in our voice, that inner chatter all day. I wanna to try to relieve that, step away from it. And see if you can give yourself over to the room. Let your senses tell the story of your experience. Try not to dictate, judge, or decide what's happening. You don't have to name anything. You don't have to make decisions about whether it's good or bad. Think about the sounds you're hearing, the temperature of the air, the weight of your body against the floor. bystander let the noises pass you by you're just witnessing beautiful so again you're welcome to stay in your meditative state whatever feels best for you so today we're going to talk about raising our frequency and you may have heard people talk about good vibes or you know manifestation is sort of this buzzword lately um and it sounds like a lot of um funny baloney and some people don't really understand what it means uh, but in theory it's great so we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit and how we can sort of elevate the processes that are happening in our internal world meaning our thoughts and our emotional responses and our feelings and sort of align them with what's going on in our outer world because when we have an inner world and an outer world that are in discord um, we feel a sense of discord 
So we're going to look at raising our inner world so that we can try to find an outer world that matches. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to do is a little visualization meditation. And this is great, especially for beginners, because it's a little bit more active. I feel like trying to find the quiet is very challenging for us, especially living in the city. And having something to kind of focus on or a sort of action gives us something a little bit more tangible to connect to. So I'm going to just lead you guys through the visualization. It's great to sort of cleanse our palate, so to speak, of our energy and give ourselves a great space to work from in terms of kind of digging into more of our truth. So I'm just going to guide you along and you can just follow my words. And again, try to stay present. If you feel yourself kind of floating away, your mind drifts to, you know, what you have to do at work tomorrow or what you're going to have for dinner, it's okay. Just let it go. Just bring yourself back to the breath. Bring, bring yourself back to the room. It's called a practice for a reason. And we get better and better at coming back to that center the more we practice returning home to it. So don't worry, just try to let it go. Okay, so sitting in a tall posture. Breathing in through the nose, exhaling through the mouth, letting a soft belly do the work. Always surrender your weight to the floor. And I want you to visualize on your next inhale that you're filling your neck and your shoulders with white light. So as you breathe in, filling that space with white light. And as you exhale, you exhale any tension from the neck and shoulders in the form of black smoke. Just expel it right out of your mouth. Might take a few breaths on each location or more breaths in places that hold more tension for you. So again, breathing in, filling that space with white light, and that white light just kicks that black smoke and that tension right out of your neck and shoulders. On the next breath, you're gonna breathe in and fill your chest with white light, fill the space. And as you exhale, you're going to expel any tension, any responsibility, any guilt, any weight in the form of black smoke from your chest. And keep breathing it out until you get the last little bit. Really imagine it. Filling the space with white light. And exhale any tension and weight in the chest through the mouth. Breathe out that cloud of black smoke. Next breath, I want you to breathe in. I want you to pull that air all the way down to the tips of your fingers, down your arms. Fill your arms with white light and space. Exhale any tension, tightness, heaviness from your arms in the form of black smoke. Breathe it right out of your mouth. Breathing in white light right down to your fingertips. Imagine it, visualize it. 
and exhale, breathe out that black smoke. Exhale the tension. Next breath, I want you to breathe in. Breathe in past your lungs, all the way down into your stomach to the base of your hips. Fill that space with white light. Fill your hips with air. And exhale, breathe out any tension, tightness, heaviness, any toxicity in the form of black smoke. We're actively clearing out our tension. Again, breathe in right down to the hips. Pull that breath down into the floor. Fill that space with white, warm light. And exhale, black smoke, tension, toxicity, weight, tightness. Next breath, I want you to breathe in. Pull that breath all the way down your legs, down to your toes. Fill your legs with white light. And exhale the tension, the burden, the toxicity. Breathe out that black smoke, clear the space. Imagine this happening. Again, breathing in down to your toes. Fill that space with white light, fill those legs down to your feet. And exhale any tension, tightness, heaviness, responsibility. Breathe it out through your mouth. going to imagine a big white fluffy cloud over your head of warm sparkly light and you're going to imagine breathing in that cloud drink it in and fill your entire body with that white warm light and with each breath you're drinking in that light and it pulls the warmth to the ends of your fingertips to the tips of your toes the bottom of your spine to the back of your neck and keep drinking in that white warm light until your cloud is completely gone and you have filled yourself with that white light once you drink in your entire cloud I want you to sit full of that light and that warmth. And I want you to imagine the vision of yourself sitting here, sitting cross-legged in the room. And I want you to imagine that your skin and your outer self just sort of melts away and disappears and all that's left is this sort of ball of light, warm light that you've just filled yourself with. So you peel away that outward layer and you've just become this being of light and glowing warmth. you imagine that that light extends all the way down your spine through the floor all the way down to the core of the earth 
extend from the top of your head and the back of your spine. That white light shoots up like a laser beam into the sky, beyond space, beyond imaginable distance. And from those two beams, from floor to ceiling, that ball of white light that you sit as will expand laterally along those vertical beams until you feel yourself expand and melt into the universe with no difference between you and itself. Try to revel in this feeling, sit with it, experience that white light. Find your breath and try to surrender to the warm glow. Stay in your meditative state. Feel free to relax your body, but try to maintain that mindset and that energy of that light as we're ready to receive our lesson. So when we think about raising our vibration and manifesting, there's sort of a, a thought chain, right? There's, there's a process of manifestation. There's a a logic reality to it that we can connect to that helps us understand rather than a lot of what we hear is oh think it and it will appear which for most of us not only doesn't make much sense but doesn't really help us but there's you know a scientific process behind that and there's also just a logical process i'm going to give you both so you feel some sort of connection to it and you can kind of understand how it works and it'll be easier for you to employ so the scientific side, I'll keep it short. Um, essentially, when we have a thought, a thought in our brain is an electrical impulse or a connection between synapses. Electricity is energy, of course, and that energy creates a vibration. And if you have any sort of familiarity with um, quantum physics, quantum theory, or quantum coherence, the theory there, in very, very short, is that like waves or frequencies or vibrations, which is our thoughts, will cohere, meaning they will come together. So if you think about if you drop a pebble in the pond and it creates ripples, that is what our thoughts create in the energy space that we can't see. Now, if we dropped a really big stone and it created waves that were very far apart, and then we dropped a really small stone next to it and it created waves that were very close together. Those waves were different, so they would cancel each other out. If we created two waves that were the exact same frequency, they would cohere, meaning they would come together and they would get stronger. The two waves would come together, they would combine. That's sort of the theory of quantum physics, again, in very, very short, that like attracts like, right? Or what we put out is what we get back. So in theory, if you are vibrating higher, 
and somebody you know with positive thoughts and somebody with a lot of negativity comes nearby you will sort of be um, you will cancel each other out and you won't sort of recognize the negativity people who come around you who are vibrating higher um, vibrating at the same frequency as you you will cohere and you will strengthen each other's vibration and frequency you will start to only recognize things that align with your vibration same thing as if we are vibrating lower we will be attracted to um, and things will attract to us that are also vibrating lower and those are the things that we will see right we want to raise our frequency so that things that are negative or harmful um, in our life will sort of cancel out and we will we'll stop um, encountering them okay so that's the actual quantum physics part of it which I think helps validate for a lot of people that it is a real thing um, and in terms of the actual logical sense which I think is very helpful it's sort of this um, thought chain like I mentioned right so when we have a thought whatever we decide to think we're in control of our thoughts our thoughts then create a responding emotion so for example, if we think, oh, this is the worst day of my life, we feel a negative response emotion. If we think, oh, I'm so grateful, we feel a responding emotion of fulfillment, and so on and so forth. So when we choose our thoughts, when we think, you know, this isn't gonna work out, or, you know, I'm always getting let down, or, you know, everything bad always happens to me, these thoughts create emotions and they create a space and um, an environment in our body those emotions then contribute to our mood right if we are thinking negative thoughts we're going to be in a bad mood very plain and simple our mood then contributes to our experience so if we continue to have these thoughts day in and day out we continue to have negative emotions and then it creates a mood, which is multiple days of the, the same emotion, then we start to have a negative experience. And things that we encounter like work and relationships and going on trips and coming up against little bumps in the road, maybe a bill is overdue um, or a pipe leaks in our bathroom, then all of these things start to become a negative experience because we're already in that mindset. It's what we're experiencing inside. Right? Things are always going to happen around us, but if we are sort of in this negative space already, then anything that comes at us is going to um, kind of be a part of that, that negativity. When we have these negative experiences, that then affects our responses. Right, We lose our resiliency, um, we lose our patience, we lose our compassion, we lose our kindness, our fluidity, our adaptability. Um, and all of these things then affect our choices. It affects how we respond to our partner, whether we yell at them for spending too much money or we talk to them about it and figure out a solution. It affects how we respond to a coworker. Um, maybe we freak out at them and, and cause a problem on a big project versus if we were in a good space, maybe we find a way that it'll benefit us. So it really does affect our choices, especially when it comes down to our relationships. We all know that if we've ever been in a relationship, whether it's coworker, friend, family, a partner, that if we're in a bad space or if they're in a bad space, that we are affected by it. And we see these things sort of impact our life. 
And when this happens over time for a longer period, we start to affect those choices that then affect our life. Maybe we turn down opportunities. Maybe we encountered somebody at you know, a social event for work and maybe that person was looking for somebody to hire for their new company and they had heard about you. And because we were in that negative space and we blew that person off, we missed an opportunity. And so on and so forth, right? And these choices then, all of our choices create our life. Our life is just a series of our choices. So in essence, we can talk about manifestation even on such a small micro level, right? So if we start to get that positive thought process, it's gonna work out for me, or this is just a challenge, or this is an opportunity for me to grow, or I'm gonna get what I deserve, everything's gonna work out okay, I was built for this, I'm strong enough for this. That then pushes down that, um, that thought chain, and that starts to affect the things that we choose how other people interact with us, our relationships that we then create, which then lead to opportunity, and that then affects our life. So sometimes just simple things like that that we don't realize on this micro level, even just a bad mood or a negative thought, then sort of perpetuates into this stream of either negativity or positivity, which is a very, very important thing to cultivate for ourselves. And we're in charge of our thoughts, right? We are not in charge of our emotions. Our emotions will always be a response of our thoughts. It is our biology. We will never think and believe that we're in danger and not feel fear. We will never think everything's amazing and not feel happiness. We cannot control the emotions that respond to the thoughts. It's the way our body is designed. Our body takes orders. However, we can control our thoughts, okay? And that's more on next week in terms of perception, but we can kind of start believing what our future will be and being hopeful and sort of setting ourselves up and speaking these things into existence. I'm sure you hear that. And that's more so where I come from in terms of letting it affect your mood, your rapport with other people, and then your choices and how your choices affect your life. So even just taking a few minutes to sort of set into this visualization with imagining light and kind of setting yourself in a better headspace, um, or just practicing these thoughts in meditation and setting yourself forward will help you create a better, more positive life by having that positive mindset to start out with and create that, that chain of reaction, okay? The other way that this is very applicable or the way that I look at visualization, raising our frequency, um, and it's something that I've experienced personally very much so, is that when we sort of create our own inner space or our own inner environment by using our thoughts, right? Like, Imagine when you, if you ever have something really good happen or you're hopeful and you're thinking about a job promotion, you start to imagine like walking in with the new suit and going into your office and, you know, having everybody pat you on the back and you start to get excited, right? Or if, you know, somebody that you've had a crush on for so long texts you and says, hey, let's meet up on Friday and you start imagining how it's going to go, right? And you start getting excited. You start getting those feelings. Um, 
the same thing goes for when we start getting fearful, right? I mean, we've all imagined things happening in the future or even in the past and had feelings of fear or shame or anxiety. And we can see how much what our, our thoughts are um, impacts what our inner world is like. We actually feel the feelings, even if it's not happening. Our brain doesn't know the difference between what's happening, quote unquote, in front of us versus what we are imagining. Um, our brain does not know because we gather information the same way. So everything you're seeing in this room is essentially pieces of raw data like Lego blocks. And it's our brain and our experiences and our perception that molds this raw data into something that is comprehensible for us. Images, colors, sights, sounds, language. So our body doesn't understand the difference between our imagination and what's happening because it looks the same. It's just the visual, it's just the creation of the image in our brain. Okay, so when we can think about something positive, right? When we think about our future, when we think about our ideal world, and we're gonna do a visualization, we're gonna try it in, in just a minute. When we imagine our ideal world, we start to get the um, resulting emotional state, just like I was saying. We think about, you know, maybe living, for me, it's living in a tropical island and being on the beach and being able to climb mountains and all these exciting things. And we, we get a feeling of what it would feel like because we imagine it and our body responds as if it's happening in real time. Now, why it's important to visualize our future and why that helps us, in addition to what I was mentioning before, is that we get this sort of internal compass, right? or like I like to call it a swatch. Like when you get a, a fabric swatch or a paint swatch, it's sort of this reference point. Now, when it comes to making our choices, like I was mentioning before, some of us can get a lot of anxiety and stress um, or a lot of confusion or weighing between decisions or not really sure because we might be able to see both sides. We might be able to play devil's advocate. And that's because our brain is designed to find logic in anything. We can argue any side of any story with our brain. We can be completely objective. And it's really difficult when we can see the pros and the cons equally of both choices. How would you know? And sometimes that leads us to making mistakes. The way that we can align with our choices that will lead us to the life that we desire is by keeping that feeling that we get when we visualize that ideal life and seeing if it matches with the decision. So in other words, relying on our intuition and how we feel is the only way that we'll ever be able to get a subjective choice. It's the only way we'll be able to know what's right for us and our ideal outcome. Again, our thoughts can be objective, but what we feel is subjective. There's only one life that we want, and there's only one choice that will align with it. So the more that we can visualize and get familiar with what our 
ideal life would feel like. And this could be three weeks down the road, this could be 10 years, it could be five years, six months, it doesn't matter. The more we step into that space and I go to my tropical island with mountains and beach, we get familiar with that feeling. And then when we come up against a decision, maybe to move somewhere or to end a relationship or take a job choice, when we imagine ourselves in both scenarios of whatever the, the options are of the choice, one of them will feel very much like what we're dreaming of or what we're visualizing. And the other one will feel different. So it gives us this sort of compass, or like I said, this swatch, where we know very much what is in alignment with what we want. And that's when we hear that word used pretty often as well. It's a difference between trying to match the paint. You know, you go shopping for pillows or curtains or a comforter, and you're trying to remember what the paint color is in your bathroom, and you know it's a light green, but you kind of have to guess, or you have to logicize, or you have to kind of use references or guess but if you have a swatch of the paint, you can hold it right up to the pillow, right up to the, the curtains, right up to the comforter, and you know this one is closest. And that's the same thing with our visualization because we're starting to get an idea or a premonition or a template or a sample of what our ideal life will feel like for us. because essentially that is what is going to matter. Anyway, we can make the quote unquote right decisions until we're blue in the face. Um, we can make decisions based on what looks better on paper. And that's fine if that's more important to you or if that's a higher value. But at the end of our lives, the only thing that's going to matter is what we experienced because we're going to be the only ones who lived it. And the best way to make sure that our experience is as ideal as possible or, or our potential experience is to make sure that our choices align with what that would feel like. So we're going to go into a little visualization. We're going to try it and do a little practice. Get comfortable, either sit tall or you can lay back if you like, whatever feels best. Go ahead and get cozy. Just start to settle in, and I just want you to imagine. Whatever's most poignant for you, whether it's three weeks from now, six months, like I said, five years, 10 years, whatever's the most tangible for you, whatever you have the clearest idea about, about where you wanna be or what you want for yourself. Or it could be general, it doesn't have to be a specific time. And I want both hands on your stomach And I want you to start painting this picture for yourself. Truly play it out like a movie. So you're in your dream life. 
and I want you to let all logic out the window. It's not about what's realistic or I couldn't live there because of my job or I couldn't have that kind of house because I don't have the money. That's not the point. The point is to get the feeling that goes with the idea so that you can make the best choices closest to your ideal life or your potential. So completely fantastical, break all of the barriers or the self-limiting beliefs. You're in your dream life. Play it like a movie. Look around you. What kind of environment are you in? Are you in a city? Are you in the mountains? Are you on the beach? What do you see around you? What's the environment? What's the landscape? Really surrender to the story. What do you smell? Do you smell cigars and whiskey? Do you smell incense and coconut? Smell burning logs and fresh snow. What's around you? Start to walk through your daily routine in fast motion. When you wake up and sit down to breakfast, who's there? Maybe you don't know them yet. Maybe it's an aspirational person. What do they look like? How do they make you feel when they sit down at the table with you? What are you having to eat? After you finish, you sit down and reflect for a minute and think about what you have going on for the day. Remember, this is your dream life. What would be on your agenda for the afternoon in your dream life? What would your goals look like for that day? Where would you be needed? What will be most important for you? What would you be striving for? What would bring you the most joy without any responsibility. I want you to go to the place where any of that would happen. And again, look around you. What do you see? What do you smell? What does the air feel like? What's the temperature? Start painting it. You can have whatever you want. you feel after you finish that task? Either your mission or your purpose or your joyful experience. Maybe it's an adventure. Maybe it's relaxing. You come home at the end of the day. 
body feel? How does night feel different from day? How does the evening feel as it changes into twilight? I want you to think about what your body feels like right now. Take a scan, check in. What does it feel like? You don't have to name it, just remember it. Where do you feel it in your body? Maybe give it a color. Remember what that feels like. Remember any key triggers, any certain people, places, things, experiences that really affected you or had a strong response to when you painted them out. As soon as you plopped them into your picture and you had a strong response, remember those triggers. Remember those key elements. You can go back to them. Try to write this feeling into your memory so that when you're faced with choices throughout your day, throughout the next few weeks, next few months, that you simply pick the choice that feels the closest to this current feeling now. When you imagine going through with it or how it would play out. And practice coming back here. Practice coming to this place. Practice coming back when you're unsure. Try to live from this place. Come back to it as often as you can so you can be familiar and you can remember. Sit into it. Just revel in it. Think of how joyful it feels. Free yourself of any burdens, responsibilities. And just quietly make a promise to yourself to only choose things that align with this feeling or bring you as close as possible. Take the last few minutes and just settle into the quiet. Settle into this feeling, let it take over you. Let it fill all that clean, empty light space that we cleared out earlier. Let this be your new vibration, your higher vibration, an aspiration or an elevation from your current self. This must feel different than how you felt when you came in. And keep working towards this feeling. The more you stay here, the more you will draw in others who are in the same place, whose frequency you will cohere with and strengthen, who you will form a community with, and they will get you to your dream life faster. And you'll start to make choices from this place. 
bubble in this space for as long as possible. in this sensation and start to slowly rise at your own pace from your meditation and bring yourself to the present room. Thank you guys so much for being here with me.